Welcome to Trivia with Will and Reed, the trivia game from Over the Radio. We've got questions and hopefully you've got answers, so grab a pen and paper and play along. You'll either know a bunch or learn a lot. Either way, you're a winner. And the Trivia with Will and Reed. I'm Milwaukee. That is Gelderman over there. All right, Reed here, of course, because it's his game that we'll be playing tonight. Reed, tell us about the game. Yeah, so this is a game that we played at the Electric this past week on the 20th of June. Um, the winning score was 86 points, right? So that's not too insurmountably high. The low score was only 48. So we're trying to you know yeah, get above that. Both very low. That's a low right. winning score. It could be a score. tough game. Could be a tough game. I don't know. Maybe not though. Maybe it's a, you know. Maybe you guys will nail it. So well, good news. We have two star students here with us tonight, playing mm-hmm. my son Liam, who's about to be twelve. My daughter Lila, who's fourteen. They're certainly smarter than I am. Okay. Uh, Gelderman, very bright as well. So let's see how we do. All right, Reed, right. go ahead and start the game. Here are the questions for round one. Question number one: If your death certificate lists exsanguination as the cause of death, then it means you died how? Exsanguination, E-X-S-A-N-G-U-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, exsanguination means you died how? Yeah, don't get your hopes up, kids, because obviously it does start off very easy, <laughs> right? Does. Round one for in Reed's games very, very easy. Question number two, among woodchucks, groundhogs, and prairie dogs, two of them are the exact same animal. Which of them is not the same animal as the other two. And then question number three, 1,000 gigabytes equals one TB. This relates to a question that Will had in his game recently. In this case, though, TB does not stand for tuberculosis, but rather for what? 1,000 gigabytes equals one TB, which stands for what? All right, so the other questions in round one, players uh, listening at home on the podcast can pause here and write down their own uh, answers and point values. Um, and now that they've had a chance to do that, guys, let's talk about what we think the answers are. Lila, do you know anything about this first round? I think I know the last two. All right, Ooh, well, let's start with the very last one. What do you think there? Is it, okay, I'm going to sound stupid. Is it like, is it terabyte? Okay, all right. You can't tell us yet, but I do think that's a good answer. Okay, and you say you, you think you know that middle one too, Lila? A prairie dog is not the same thing. Okay. All right. So Lila thinks maybe that woodchucks and groundhogs are the exact same thing, but prairie dogs are different. Does that sound right to you, Gelderman? That sounds right to me because a groundhog is from Groundhog's Day. Okay. Right. That's different from a prairie dog for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And woodchuck does. Okay. Yeah. Chuck wood. Woodchuck. Okay. Okay. All right. So now we just need to deal with this question of exsanguination. Liam, do you have any thoughts on if you die of exsanguination, what does that mean? How'd you die? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Exsanguination. Sanguination. Exsanguination. Fire? Okay. I mean, that sounds like extinguishing it kind of sounds similar to that right would this be something related to something that's been the news this week possibly could it be suffocating i will tell you that this is not something that's related to the news this week Uh, my electric games generally are questions that were written you know 10 years ago all right what was happening 10 years ago 10 years ago Hmm. i mean i think fire is a a good answer i think fire is a good answer yeah okay i just want to do point values Let's go one point there. Let's go three points for uh, Prairie Dog and five points 
for terabyte. Okay. That's going to be a solid eight points in this round. Not too shabby. You think ter- um, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, the first uh, question, uh, exsanguination is uh, bleeding to death. Uh, if you bleed out, that's exsanguination. And indeed, uh, prairie dogs are different from woodchucks and groundhogs, which are the exact same. And terabyte. Okay, so that brings us to round two. If you drive um, out west, yeah. two of the best things are prairie dogs. Uh-huh. I mean, it is awesome to watch and, and see prairie dogs pop up. And mm-hmm. then, of course, uh, you know, they oh, roll like tumber, tum- uh, tumbleweeds. Tumbleweed, yeah. yeah Ooh, man, saying. they're fun. Try to hit them, and they <laughs> explode. Hmm. Yeah, it's great. Like that's a whole, on your motorcycle, you try to hit them? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. In a car. Oh, okay. I mean, that's the whole thing with tumbleweed. They, they're designed to where they kind of like die and become brittle and roll They're on purpose. Yeah. And then they start to break apart and drop their seeds as they roll. Smart. But they're so brittle that when you, if your car hits them, they just like explode. Just explode. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Here are the questions for round two. Question number one. A standard roulette wheel features spaces in what three colors what are the three standard colors on a standard uh roulette wheel question number two uh starbuck is a character in what 1851 herman melville novel uh starbuck uh, comes from what herman melville novel question number three uh, members of the temperance movement were primarily interested in reducing which of the following is it slavery is it alcohol consumption or is it taxes? If you were a member, a member rather of the temperance movement, then you were interested in reducing which of those things, slavery, alcohol consumption, or taxes. Okay, let's talk about what we think the correct answers are here in round two. Okay, question number one, roulette wheel, Liam, you know this? Red, black, and green. Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay, all that's right. It's right. a lot of a big gambler. Okay. Yeah, yeah, big gambler. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Liam, how do you know the colors on a roulette wheel? Oh, uh, well, I knew red I, and black. I mouthed green to him. Yeah, oh, okay, I knew gotcha. red and black. I did not know green. Okay. I knew there was one, like, different yeah. color, but... You zero, got an assist from your dad on that. Okay. Um, Starbuck comes from what 1851 Herman Melville novel? The Elderman? It's The Adventures of Starbuck. Yes. The Adventures of Starbuck's Starbuck. assistant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, to the best of my knowledge, uh, Melville is only famous for one book. That I know of. Oh, I was thinking Snellville. Mm. That might be it. Okay. Um, I have no idea. Obviously. Okay. Uh, with three? Yeah, a temperance movement trying to reduce what? It's either slavery, alcohol consumption, or taxes. I mean, I think it's alcohol. Really? Maybe so. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I thought that would have I mean, been it's the definitely pro- one of the three options. I thought that would have been the prohibition movement. Oh, that's true. I could be wrong about that. Isn't I was just there think- like a different thing for alcohol? I mean, I don't know. Prohibition is what... Prohibition, that, yeah. So I think we would describe that movement as prohibition. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Lila said alcohol. You said alcohol. Hmm. Maybe we should go with uh, with those answers. Yeah, I was going to go taxes, but I don't know that that would be right either. So whatever. Um, so do we want to go five points on the roulette wheel? Yeah, five yes. on roulette. Three, obviously. Three on, for... Uh, Alcohol. Okay. And then, um, and then we're not sure yeah. on the Herman Melville right. novel. Okay. That's going to be another eight points. That's not nice. bad. So indeed it is. Temperance movement was uh, interested in reducing alcohol consumption. Uh, red, black, and green, as we discussed. And the famous book there is Moby Dick. Moby hmm. Dick. It's about a large white whale. Huh. 
Okay. You haven't been doing your reading, huh? It's not hey exactly guys? a page turner, I don't believe, Ooh. but um, yeah, that's yeah, fine. No. I've never heard of Starbucks. No excuses. Hmm. Sorry. Okay. All right. Round three. Here are the questions. Question number one. It was March 27th. Uh, 2021, when Budimir Sobat uh, set a world record by holding his breath underwater for blank minutes and 37 seconds. Now, all you have to do is come within five minutes on either side of the correct answer. So what is the longest amount of time that someone has held their breath successfully underwater? And you can you can miss this it is, by five minutes on either side. This is the current record? This is the current record. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. Uh, question number two, uh, serial subtitles. I'll give you three film subtitles, and you tell me which film franchise they come from. And specifically what we're looking for here is the name of, like, a, a main character that's associated with the films, right? Okay, so the three subtitles are The First Avenger, uh, The Winter Soldier, and Civil War. Those are the three films. Uh, what film franchise do they come from? And then question number three, Morrissey was the lead singer of what band between the years of 1982 and 1987? Okay, so let's talk about the answers in this round. Start off maybe with the uh, breath-holding one. Well, let's give, first of all, Morrissey, the Smiths. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, Okay, so breath holding. What you guys immediately were throwing up? Six or seven. Six or seven way, seems right, but now it's got to be way. It's got to be more than that. With an error of five, there's no you way. Can go five in either direction. Look, because then mean, we could say two, and that would be right, and that doesn't feel correct. Hmm. Mike Boyd was a guy we watch on YouTube. He like learns mm -hmm. to do things. Even he did a breath holding like thing where he had to learn to it's hold four his breath. minutes, right? He got to four minutes pretty quickly in his training. Mm -hmm. There's no way that the record, I think, is set. It has to. I don't know, though. Y'all both said seven almost immediately. I think the previous record was seven or six or seven, but. Do we want to go nine? I think go seven, because if, even if it is, like, I well, don't know. Like, you couldn't. There's no way you could hold your breath for more than, like, 12 minutes. So you might as well. But we know we saw mm -hmm. Mike Boyd do it for four, right? And he's not a professional. I mean, he was just learning to hold his breath. Hmm. So nine at a minimum is where we would okay. go. Are I they? Think. Is this like person using like anything other than no, just no, no, going no. into water? No, this is just legit. Like hold your breath. Okay. So I say we maybe nine. I'm so nine would cover you from four all the way up to fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't feel comfortable about that. I feel like it's okay. much higher than all hmm. of these that we're talking about. But hmm. okay. that's okay. Um, what was the so let's yeah so the three movies first Avenger the Winter Soldier and Civil War they're all associated with what primary character Iron Man I think it might be Captain America uh, it's one of those yeah, two yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay I have no idea so so you want to go Lila says Captain America maybe Captain go America. Captain America there okay all right so let's talk about points then uh, Will felt good about Morrissey being in the Smiths so yeah the five there five there and go three four. Captain America? Captain America. Yeah. And then what's our answer for the breath holding? I guess we're going nine. Yeah. Okay. We'll forget about that. All right. Uh, this is once again eight points. Um, indeed, the Smiths. That was the band Morrissey was in. Captain America. Indeed. Uh, so this fella, the old record, when I originally wrote this question, was about David Blaine. And David Blaine, some years ago, had successfully held his breath underwater for 17 minutes. What? And some, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, I knew it was like, oh my much gosh. Harsh. The new record is 24 yeah. minutes. 
minutes and 37. Now this is in what they call an oxygen assisted attempt, right? So that means that before he started holding his breath, he consumed a lot of like pure oxygen, right? But then sure as shooting went underwater and did not take a breath for 24 minutes and 37 seconds. So at home, if you had anything from 19 to 29, then that counts as a correct answer. So, all right. Hey, quick break. Uh, Yeah, good. Did he use those like cans that you could just breathe? It's like not underwater. He had just no, 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 but like before. I don't know just... exactly how he consumed the oxygen before going underwater, but once underwater, no breaths at all. Yeah. yeah. All right, quick break. Uh, we will come back here momentarily and find out what our point total is at this point in the game. Back after this. We're listening to Trivia with Will and Reed, the trivia game from O Brother Radio. We've got questions, and hopefully you've got answers, so grab a pen and paper and play along. You'll either know a bunch or learn a lot. Either way, you're a winner. If you have an event coming up, maybe an office party, let us know. We can come out and have trivia there at your event. For more information, email us at will at behammountainradio.com. All right, Gelderman, let us know how he's sitting here after three rounds. We're doing pretty good, only missing three, so we're at 24 points. That's not right. too shabby. Too not bad at all. First three rounds. Because the low score to beat is like 40. 48. 48. So you're halfway there. halfway there. Halfway there. Yeah, that's good. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into round four, the round of analogies. Uh, question number one. Evergreen Terrace is to Homer and Marge Simpson as Spooner Street is to Peter and Lois Blank. All right, question number two, R in URL is to resource as L in URL is to what? And then question number three, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Edward Scissorhands, and Mars Attacks is to Danny Elfman as Jaws, E.T., and Schindler's List is to what? All right, so there are the three questions for the round of analogies. People at home have paused. They're written down their answers and point values. Guys in the studio here, let's talk about what we think the answers might be. All right, so number one, Peter and Lois. Griffin. Yeah. Okay. So. Now, Liam, how did you know that? Uh, because certainly you've not seen Family Guy, right? It's, uh, no, but... You just read about it? Well, I mean... I've heard about it. Okay. Have you not I, seen Family Guy? No. Oh, okay. That's like the only one of those like We're watching South Park adult cartoons <laughs> yeah. that I haven't seen. Well, because he's almost 12, right? Next week you turn 12. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um, question number two. The L in URL stands for what? Do you guys know this one? No. Do you know it? No. Oh, dang. Is Gilliman. it learn? No. Right? Um, I don't Could it be me. line? Oh. Hmm. Could it be? URL. Lila, URL. what do you think? Could it be Lila maybe? <laughs> Is it like list? I have no idea. That makes sense. Because the R is resource. The R is resource. Oh, so maybe line would make sense. I mean, the URL. What is the U? Like, you know, website. Like the address, but right? What does the U stand for there, are you asking, Liam? Hmm. So what would the U stand for? Hmm. Yeah, so resource line. Line, maybe. All right. And then what was the third one? Uh, yeah, so uh, the movies Jaws, E.T., and Schindler's List as to what? Yeah. Gelderman. Spielberg? Oh, no, we're looking for uh, a composer. Mm. Oh, then I have no clue. Okay. Oh, dang, we're yeah. going to know this. We're going to know you this. You will know this. Oh, is it, shoot, John Williams? Oh. Well, no. I can't comment on that, That obviously. might be right. I think it's John Williams. Okay. okay. Yeah. So how do you want to do points in this round? All right, so let's go five for Griffin. Let's yep. go uh, three for John Williams. Okay. And, uh, and then one for, yeah, line. 
You know it's going to be eight points Sweet. once again. Right. Indeed, John Williams. Nice job there, Gelderman. Uh, out of the blue. Uh, that's I, a composer. I definitely know John Williams' work, and I always think like, wait, is that his name? Because it's such a common name. It is. And he's associated name. also with what Indiana Jones yeah, yeah. and all. And that's how I know it. Um, and then. Uh, Peter and Lois Griffin, and then URL, It's I think it's maybe the Universal. Don't quote me on that part, though. Resource Locator. Locator is the huh. L in URL. All right, this brings us to round five. Um, if you want to climb El Capitan, uh, you'll need to visit the Yosemite National Park, which is located in what state, right? So uh, there's that question. Question number two, uh, by definition, a natatorium is a building in which you would expect to find what? A natatorium is a building in which there is a what? And then question number three, uh, my grandmother, uh, and also Will's grandmother, and also uh, Lila and Liam's great-grandmother, was, uh, or sorry, being a Southerner who always voted Democrat no matter who the nominees were, could have been correctly labeled as a yellow blank Democrat. What's the terminology there for uh, people like my grandmother who always voted Democrat no matter who the candidate was? All right, there are the questions for round five. Let's talk about possible answers. Gosh. The first. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Yosemite, Yosemite just... National Park. What state is that in? Lila, do you know this? I feel like I literally I have a shirt that says Yosemite on it. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be wrong, but like I feel like California, but okay. I have no idea. And, you know, El Capitan, we've seen the documentary, right? Free Solo about oh, the fellow yeah. trying to climb. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so Lila's is California for that, maybe? Colorado, maybe? Um, I don't think it's Colorado, but, I mean, it's out there somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have a better answer than California, although I can't think of where in California that mm-hmm. would be. Okay, so maybe say California over. there. Um, natatorium. What, what are you going to find in a natatorium? All of the gnats. All the gnats. It's not spelled with a G. I should have uh, clarified uh-huh. that. It's not G. Well, that changes my answer. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, man. Hmm. I'm, for some reason, my brain doesn't get me wrong, so mm-hmm. don't uh, tweet at me. Uh, mm-hmm. Butterfly was like my first thing. It's like oh. one of those butterfly, butterfly things, but I, I don't dollars. know. I, I have known those before. This yeah. is a familiar word to yeah. me. I believe there's a natatorium in uh, Birmingham here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Hmm. The Birmingham Zoo does have a butterfly, do they? And although I don't know if Lila has been to the natatorium, I know that Lila has spent a quality amount of time in a building right adjacent to the natatorium. Oh. So that has to be some... So Lila runs indoor track Mm -hmm. or and outdoor. She's at a track. So the natatorium has to be something like indoor swimming, like a competitive swimming pool, indoor swimming. Let's go there. Indoor swimming go with that over gnats and or butterflies? Yeah. Okay. Um, and our grandmother, Will, was a yellow blank Democrat. What's the terminology there? I've never heard this one. The I only thing is the yellow pages, but I know that that's yeah. wrong. I mean, yellow bellied is a thing, but that's not what this yeah. yellow bellied. This, by the way, makes our grandmother sound like a, a highly progressive person, but she was old enough that she actually predates the flipping of the uh, political parties. Yeah. yeah. And then Dixiecrats and all that. Mm-hmm, um, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. Yellow, uh, yellow, pen, yellow. Hmm. 
I got nothing on that. Okay, not sure about that one. Um, so how do we want to do points? California, swimming pool, and we're not sure. Um, so five on swimming pool, three California, three. Okay. Whatever, it doesn't matter. What do you think? You feel good about California? No. I would do five California. I'm feeling Nevada, but I'm not sure. Nevada? Hmm. Nevada? Oh, well, that's interesting. That's a whole other interesting question. Um, but I have no clue. I just, I had a friend who recently went to Yosemite and mm. I could have sworn he stopped by Las Vegas, but I may be confusing. I, mean, I might I have been on a lot of different things. I just motorcycled all through Nevada and all around there and we didn't get to Yosemite, anywhere near Yosemite. Hmm. So, so not Nevada. Uh, but well, let's go. Be, no, no, no. Not where okay. we I'm feeling riding. California now. What okay. is the national park in Montana? I know it's not Montana, but like, what is. Hmm. Is that where you're going to find some of Yellowstone up in that area? Yeah, Yellowstone yeah, yeah, is yeah. in a lot of places, right? Wait. Yeah. Okay. So, right, say, so let's, let's stick with California. Okay. But let's go five for uh, the swimming pool. Swimming pool, yep. three California, and one for Yellow Belly. David Goodwin writes in, by the way, and says he would be crushing this game. It's unfortunate <laughs> he's not here. It's, uh, you know. <laughs> Um, you're not going to believe how many points that is this round. It's eight points. All right. Wow. So indeed, California is where Yosemite National Park is. Um, and then a swimming pool is the feature in a natatorium. It's a yellow dog Democrat. Yellow, yellow dog, dog Democrat. Yellow dog. Okay, so. All right. And that brings us to round six, and then we'll do another short break. Uh, survey says, so, you know, 13, 14 years ago, I asked 110th grade students at Hoover High School uh, to name an animal that is smart. Um, all you're trying to do is come up with the top three most popular responses and try to get them in the right order. Most popular on down to third most popular. Name an animal that is smart. What do you think the 10th grade students said? All right, so I'm not going to answer this at all. Okay. Uh, we I'm have the, an almost 10th grade student here. Yeah, in the studio. Oh, that's right. So just like off the top of your head, what if you had to name three, the three smartest animals, what would they be? Go ahead. What would you I say? thought about a parrot. Okay. Because... Maybe a parrot, Alila. Um, I'm thinking like dolphin. Okay. Dog. Okay. Mm, I don't know. I heard something about elephants. So okay. Elephant. Well, Liam, do you have anything those, else to add to that? Yeah. It's a, wasn't the elephant they were one third as smart as us? Well, we, one this, third the number of brain cells. We're talking about like research you've done so lately, just off the top of your head. If you had yeah. to name what you think are the three smartest animals, and we're gonna kind of. Uh yeah. A, probably a dolphin or orca and no, like a killer whale. Okay. And a parrot. parrot. Okay. Galdemar, what do you think here? I'm feeling dolphin for sure. I feel like people would say dog. Okay. And then elephant or parrot for the third sounds good. Okay. Will, okay. what do you think about this? Well, I would have said a pig. I feel like that's a pretty common. That's pretty pigs common are knowledge. Pretty that pigs smart. are really smart, but yeah. what? But I'm not going to put that one in there. Okay. Yeah. I think from based on what they have all said, we should go dolphin, okay. then dog, then elephant. That's the okay. consensus. I think. Okay. Gotcha. Parrot right. would be the other, but I. Would y'all rather go parrot than elephant? Okay, stick with elephant. Close okay. to almost 10th grader says, uh, yeah, no okay. elephant there. So News alert, this is going to be eight points uh, for you guys wow. this round. Um, interestingly, you did not come up with the most popular uh, answer that uh, was provided by the 10th grade students. Third most popular was dolphin. Second most popular was the dog, right? Because I think that's what we think of first. We love dogs. The most popular response was monkey. Oh, oh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh. All right. Uh, eight course. points there. Gelderman, give us a points update after the upcoming break. 
You are listening to Trivia with Will and Reed, the trivia game from O Brother Radio. We've got questions, and hopefully you've got answers, so grab a pen and paper and play along. You'll either know a bunch or learn a lot. Either way, you're a winner. If you have an event coming up, maybe an office party, let us know. We can come out and have trivia there at your event. For more information, email us at will at behammountainradio.com. Uh, both of those breaks we've done, Liam has tried to run and grab Tortuga's pizza and tell him, no, you've only got a few seconds. You'll have to wait until after the game. Gelderman, where are we now? We are sitting pretty good. We've gotten eight, I think, every single round. Right. So we are at 48 points. So nice. you have tied the low score. Now everything above that is just going to be gravy, right? So all we have to do is get one question right the rest of the game to beat the low score. Okay. All right. Here are the questions for round seven. Question number one. Uh, Will Shorts uh, could tell you that much of the 2006 documentary Wordplay is set at the 2005 American blank blank tournament. Right. Okay. Will Shorts would know that that movie is set at the uh, American blank blank tournament. Question number two. uh, Sphenopalatine ganglioneuralgia is the technical term used to refer to the discomfort one might feel after consuming what? Gelderman, do you think you're going to know this? I'm he so excited about that. pointed himself and said, oh yeah, I know this. Look at that. You must have had a really good high school English teacher, uh, Gelderman. That's fantastic. And question number three, uh, in 1967, a fashion model known as Nico could be found providing lead vocals for what band managed by... Andy Warhol. Okay, so there are the questions for round seven. Uh, Gelderman, let's go ahead and just dive right into sphenopalatine ganglion yeah, neuralgia. Yeah, I'm happy to, always. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a brain freeze from eating ice cream. <laughs> How'd you know that? So, Well, so <laughs> my freshman year of high school, I had to write an opening, I forget the exact name of it, but Shakespeare writes in a certain style, and mm-hmm. we had to write something, and it needed to be a certain amount of syllables. Oh, it was probably like a sonnet or something, That was it? Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I wanted to find a word that would be very tough for me to work in, and I chose phenopalatine ganglioneuralgia <laughs> because it fit the amount of <laughs> syllables I needed for one line. And so I wrote an entire piece about ice cream and getting a brain freeze. And so Gilderman, I'll never forget it. This is a fun fact. My wife, who's a poet, I don't know yeah. if you know this, but she's written a bunch of uh, sort of whimsical poems, and one of her poems that's my favorite is titled Brain Freeze. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, how about that? Okay. All right, so then these other ones. Will Shorts could tell you the movie was set at the American Blink Blink Tournament? Crossword. Okay. No, just Blink Blink also. Cross. Oh. Word. I mean, I mm. was just for the record, so. I think crossword is just one word, maybe. Okay. Uh, well, Will Short edits the crossword puzzle for the New York Times. So it'd be the crossword that. puzzle. There you go. That's yeah. good. And then question number three. Nico was the vocalist for what band, just briefly, for what band uh, managed by Andy Warhol? Yeah. I mean, I I'm going know to know one. this. I know, obviously, Nico, Nico isn't Andy Warhol, but mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I can't think of what this would be. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go uh, five for uh, Brain Freeze, yeah. three for uh, Crossword Puzzle, and um, I don't know who. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you'll kick yourself when yeah. you hear this. But at the same time, this is not one that we think about all the time. So, indeed, Crossword Puzzle Tournament, wonderful documentary, by the way. Uh, Will, Amy Ray in Your that? good friend Amy Ray is yeah. featured in the documentary. It's a, just a terrific documentary if you get a chance to catch it called Wordplay. Um, indeed, of course, Gelderman knows his, his ice cream or a, a chilled <laughs> drink. Either of those have been fine. And then question number three, the Velvet Underground. Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. All right, here are the questions for round eight. Shirley Muldowney, uh, the first lady of drag racing, could tell you that the letters H and R in the acronym NHRA stand for what? What do H and R in NHRA stand for? Question number uh, two, either spell Reykjavik, as in Reykjavik, Iceland, or uh, fill in the following blank in pi, 3.141 blank. All right, so you can do either of those two things. And then question number three, Edward Teach was a pirate better known by what moniker? And boy, Gelderman's got a big smile on his face there, so we feel good about that too. Uh, let's talk about what we think the answers are in this round. Lila, do you know the next digit in pi? I do. What is it? 3.14159. Look at that. Okay, that's well. Yeah. Um, Gelderman, let's talk about Edward Teach. Yeah, it's Blackbeard. Okay, how do you know that, Gelderman? Uh, because A, there's the Our Flag Means Death show. Okay. And then also, before that, I just knew that you just from knew it. reading a book. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and predict that, or predict that you are not going to get question number one right, because I think you all have gotten eight each yeah. and every round this game but so I did far, right? have a good guess on this one, what was it? Okay, uh, um. yeah, so Shirley Downey would say that the H and R in NHRA stands for what? Gosh, is it like a... No, because like nitrous ox... Uh, mm. Mm. Hydrogen racing? I'm trying to think what they... Because they use different fuels in those cars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Here I was going, well, it's the National Health something. <laughs> it's a drag now, racing thing. It's well, a, yeah, I didn't put two and two together. I was just <laughs> trying to make a... Gelderman just ignored <laughs> that part right, of the question. So just no. we're not going to get eight. Uh, hydrogen racing, that's one point okay. there, yeah. Uh, hot rod. Hot rod. So ah. guess what? It's eight points in this round. So right, eight for eight. That's fantastic. Uh, bad bonus news. Round. You will not be able to get eight points in the bonus round. That's not a possible mm-hmm. score. Okay. Uh, here's the question for the bonus round. The lyrics of Kumbaya, as performed by Peter, Paul, and Mary on their 1998 album, Around the Campfire, describe someone doing what five things? What is someone doing? There are five different things in the lyrics of Kumbaya. Gelderman, it seems to me like your family probably would have sung Kumbaya a time or two. Well, I appreciate that, but no. No. We've never sung Kumbaya. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Oh, wow. What? Gelderman? Okay, now, here's the thing. I mean, I know Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. But I don't know beyond... Lila, you were... Counting with your hand, like go ahead. What do you know about this? Oh no, I'm just thinking about the movie. Um, what is it called? Kumbaya. No, I'm trying. What is that movie? Is this a normal? Everybody knows this. Yeah, a lot of people do. Oh. Kumbaya. I'll say this. I think I only know that first part. That just says kumbaya, kumbaya. I didn't know kumbaya. that people. Then said... it goes into someone's. Mm-hmm. I certainly have never sung this song. Kumbaya. Would singing yeah. be something? I mean, it sure makes she sense that people well. are singing, right, so maybe that. What is the question again? But so we need five what things five things that... are people doing in Kumbaya? Someone singing, Lord? That's what uh, Gelderman right. yeah, says. Someone's crazy. giving. Someone's, someone's giving. Singing. Someone's singing. Someone's loving. Okay. Someone's that sounds good. Caring. Okay. Praising. 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 I like all that. There we go. Those are five. Three points. 
All right. Which someone one did we get? Someone is singing. Indeed. Someone is laughing. Someone is crying. Someone is praying. Oh, what we said? Praising is different. Oh, come on. Oh, no. Same thing. Oh, no. I, I would count that as the same thing. Same thing. It's child. the exact same thing. This it's not even close. To child. What? To it's only a difference of a couple to letters. To uphold someone and to like, be like, hey, that was awesome. To pray is to like ask for something. Two totally hey, different things. I'm sorry, but don't even look at him. And then someone is sleeping. <sighs> Uh, this child has your name. This, this you child's name is William Reed. Gelderman, what was the final score? 67. Hey, 67 is not too shabby. That it should have 48. been 70. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. 67. Hmm. All right, there you go. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so yet. Trivia with Will and Reed. Be sure to, of course, leave uh, a review and, of course, rate it five stars. Try, yes. Or at least three stars. The movie's the called Troop Beverly Hills. That's what I was thinking about. Oh, okay, gotcha. What does that have to? Okay, well. Okay. Yeah, they sing Okay. All right. All right. We'll let's do it in the car on the way home. There we go. See you guys next week.